If tomorrow was your last day, would you feel as though you have maximized your potential? How would you describe your perfect day with no limitations? How can you work towards achieving something as close to this, if not exactly that? And what is your dream life? Where is it? Who's there with you? And what does your Saturday look like versus a Monday? These are some of my favorite questions from the What Fulfills You card game. And I created this card game with the intention to help you on your journey of personal growth, as actually all of these questions in this card game are questions that helped me in my own personal growth journey in my 20s. But even more than that, these questions help cultivate more purposeful and meaningful conversations, whether it's with your colleagues, your close friends, or date night. I love to play this on a night in with a few glasses of wine, or now that it is spring and summer season, I think it's just so fun to bring this with you when you're hanging out at the park, especially for my fellow New Yorkers who like to hang out in Central Park, have a cheese board, and just have some deep conversations. You can shop the card game online at whatfulfillsyou.com and since you are a listener of the show, you can get 10% off your purchase with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And on today's conversation, I'm bringing back Natalie Barbu, a very good friend of mine, on the podcast where we are actually sitting down and having more of a raw girl talk conversation. It's very much like the way we would talk at dinner, obviously, this time with (laughs) microphones. But her and I talked about wanting to do something like this because I think in the past, both times that I've been on her show as well as mine. We talked a little bit more about business and maybe mindset and the things that we've built in our own career and entrepreneurial trajectory, but us being in our mid-20s, if you will, we felt like it was a good time to just sit down and chat more about what we often talk about when we are at dinner together, and especially a big topic for both of us, which is our semi-recent breakups, and maybe just the grief that comes with it, and like the kind of grief that comes with losing a really great relationship, and I think both of us felt like that part of grief isn't talked about as much maybe amongst people our age because sometimes people haven't even experienced it at all yet so it can be uh, tough to find that in relatable stories so all that to say this conversation is very fun open raw there is no specific structure i just know that we both wanted to come in and talk about some honest things that have been going on in our lives and topics that hopefully are helpful for you as well. So with that being said, let's dive into it. All right, you guys. Well, Natalie, welcome back. I think this is the third time that you've been on the podcast. Is it the third? I I think. I think so. I feel like we do one like almost 
once a year. Yeah. Like the first year I had this show. And then yes. we did one last year for sure. Yes. It's the third time then. Yeah. So this is the third time, but now it's in person. I know. We have never done one in person, which is kind of crazy, I feel yeah. like, because we've seen each other a lot a in lot. person. <laughs> in person. <laughs> yeah. But this is going to be fun because we said we wanted to do more of like a girl talk. Mm -hmm. And I feel like both of us are kind of like gearing towards some of that more as well in some of our conversations on the podcast because I think it's just especially for our audiences, just more practical and yeah. more relatable to kind of like grasp the information and the things that we go through. Yeah, so, I definitely yeah. think it's more like as I get older also, I'm realizing that my audience likes that, like just feeling like you're a friend that they're talking to. Like yeah. they don't necessarily always need like business advice or productivity advice. Like yeah. I think the ones that resonate the most and the ones that get their attention the most or like mm -hmm. capture engagement is the ones where you're just like open and vulnerable. I know <laughs> we're gonna be really open today yeah <laughs> Emily when, when I got here she's like so any topics off limits yeah. I was like okay <laughs> let's see where this conversation goes yeah I guess where should we even start I guess maybe I kind of want to talk about to like ease into it like how's the lifestyle been in Miami and then also I guess we can dive into like Miami and New York and like the differences you see, but also just like dating and like living life in your 20s. Yeah. So I love Miami. I mm -hmm. really, really love living there. I used to live in New York for one year um, and then I moved to Miami and I always thought I would live in New York forever because yeah. I even though I only lived here for one year, which is like funny, but <laughs> I always dreamed of living here I thought I would be one of those like New York City moms that lives in like the Upper West Side oh, really? with like my kids yeah like okay. I fully thought I would like embrace this lifestyle here um and I just like loved it so much but I think New York is one of those places that I think everyone should live here if they want to mm -hmm. and if they ever have like any desire to but when mm -hmm. you leave you kind of like don't necessarily want to come back like I mm -hmm. feel like once you leave you're like gone for good mm -hmm. but like as if you stay here for like 20 years, like you were happy those 20 years, I yeah. feel like. So it's, it's kind of just like once you leave, you kind of see a different, like a slower pace of life. And it's like yeah. kind of nice, uh -huh. at least for me. Um, so when I left and went to Miami, I was like, wait, I actually like the sun and the beach and mm -hmm. like not the hustle all the time. Mm -hmm. So I actually really like living there. Um, in terms of dating there, <laughs> It's like non-existent for me. Like it's like I just I think I'm just not I've never really had to date before. Like I've uh -huh. been in a relationship forever. Like you. Yeah, no, I'm not in one right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. for I I was in a relationship pretty much consistently for like 10 years. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't the same relationship, but like I the you single period. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> the single period in between those was very very small. Yeah. So I like this past Valentine's Day was my first Valentine's Day single in 10 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it didn't feel like weird or anything, but okay. it was I was like, whoa, I was like the reflecting. I was like, wow. It's Interesting. My first single Valentine's Day in literally a decade. And I'm not that old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, so you've been you've been in a relationship since like oh, consistently since high school. Yeah, since I was 17. Oh, wow. So since um my senior year of high school. OK. Yeah. Okay. So. It's been a while or maybe nine years because I'm 26. So maybe maybe it's, it was nine years of um, not being single for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's dating in Miami. I'm just like not good at it. Like I don't yeah. think I'm good at dating. Like I'm, I think I'm good at relationships yeah, and I'm like yeah, yeah. not good at dating. You know what's funny? I think I'm, I've been good at dating. 
you even saw like my I'm just I'm kind of a flirt but you are <laughs> you are kind of I'm like <laughs> you're like uh the way you were with the, the Italian yeah I was like yo he's so hot um yeah I don't have any comments about that but they okay but Italians are flirty too and yeah. uh I would say Miami culture though if I was there I couldn't imagine being in a relationship really yeah I mean Miami reminds me of LA but a little bit more close-knit because yeah. I wasn't in a relationship when I was in LA. And I think that's also why I like living in New York because I came from beach and slow paced mm-hmm. life. Like I lived in Venice, Marina del Rey, right by Venice Beach. And so Abbott Kinney and I had all of the, the best things. And I was like, all right, I need something faster. Yeah. <laughs> but you also know, like I'm more of East Coast girl too. So I'm definitely an East Coast girl for sure. That's why I like Miami also because it is still on the East mm-hmm. Coast, but you mm-hmm. still have that like you still have the East Coast, like, culture, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, on the water, it's warm. And I love, like, the Hispanic culture there. Yeah. Like, that to me is, like, I love that. I love yeah. that how many Hispanic people there are there. I love the music, the food. Like, I just really like that influence there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, dating is hard there, I think. Like, all my, a lot of my friends are single for the most part. And if okay. any of my friends that are in relationships, besides one of them, pretty uh-huh. much, like, didn't meet there. Like, it's, like – they, like, oh, moved to Miami with their boyfriend. You know, it's okay. not like they, like, dated in Miami, met, yeah. and started, like, got together there. Right. Like, it was – they kind of, like, moved to Miami together. So mm. I don't know that many people that actually, like, find successful relationships in there. Miami. There obviously are, but, yeah. like, my friends have not found any luck. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I have been an avid – what do you call it? Like, Miami – go or like traveler for yeah. the past few years especially like this upcoming weekend is Miami Music Week I'm usually always there but now that I live in New York and I have house music all over I don't have the same desire to go to Music Week because when I lived in LA we didn't have it over there like house music and like nightclubs like that are not a thing yeah you're are you gonna are you gonna be in Miami during Music Week uh that's like next, next week yeah. yeah I will be but I'm gonna try to like stay away from like yeah, everything I'm like chaos I mean I remember I didn't show up to the clubs until like after midnight I think I went home back in the day like at 5 a.m because chain smokers didn't come on until like 3 a.m it's nuts oh yeah but, no yeah <laughs> my first like Miami club experience was when my friends visited me okay. and I was like okay I'll take them out to a club like yeah. Cascade was performing at one of them oh, nice. so we like bought tickets because I was like, I don't want to wait in line. And yeah. it was it was like me and my guy friend. So I was like, there's no oh. way a promoter's letting us in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's one girl and three guys. Yeah. So we bought tickets. Um, he didn't come on until like yeah, two or three in the morning. Yeah. I was sit I was so tired. Like I'm yeah. not a night owl. So yeah. by the time he came on, I was like in the corner sitting on a bench by myself, oh. shoes off. I was like, I'm done. Like I do oh not like God. this environment. Like yeah. I just get so tired. Mm -hmm. So I was like in the corner by myself and I was like asking my friends if they want to leave. And they're like, no, this is awesome. Like we didn't leave until like 5.30 a.m. Oh my gosh. But I was – I am not a club person. Yeah. It's just not for me. I think that's also why it's kind of hard to like legitimately date in Miami. I mean I did meet one guy at Sexy Fish back in January. I think I – did I probably tell you about him? Probably had to. No. I met him in January when I was – in Miami the last time like before last week Mm -hmm. and then we like made eyes at sexy fish and then he like walks all the way over across the bar and then starts talking to me but he's from New York and he lived in New York for 10 years but then moved to Miami last year and then he also we talked about like the dating life there I was picking his brain I was like how's your dating life here and he's like it's non-existent 
it's a little pretentious people especially like because he's a guy he's 34 and he's just like "Ah, i like it's harder to find someone you legit you know be in a relationship with versus just having fun yeah because you like he says you can tell like the girls they're just like enjoying themselves like running on like different dates like mila one night komodo the other night it's like yeah i don't blame them you know but it's hard yeah i want to talk about this on my podcast with you but like you are the queen of like being able to like go somewhere by yourself and then (laughs) strike up a conversation with these like interesting men i'm like i don't know like I don't think I give off that energy I don't Mm -hmm. think I give off like approachable energy (laughs) because I'm like not the I'm like I don't want to say I'm not friendly because I think that comes across as being mean right I don't think I'm a mean person by any means but I'm just I'm an introvert yeah you're more introverted I'm I have like the more extrovert yes I'm very introverted I'm reserved yeah I hate small talk so Mm -hmm. like if someone comes up to me and they're just like I don't know if I like don't feel that like connection right away. I'm yeah. just like so uninterested and yeah. so like I don't want to talk. But I I have a hard time say like not talking. Like so once someone strikes up a conversation with me, if they're coming like if a guy comes up to me at a bar, I have the hardest time of being like I'm not interested. Like stop talking to me. Like oh, I need to respond. I need okay. to be nice. I need like oh I remember now that makes me think. Remember yes. socialista? Like yes, I can't like pa- like almost two years ago. I think we yes. walked over from Komodo to there with these and two those guys. guys. And like <laughs> I'm like I feel so bad if I'm not reciprocating in a conversation so I never am the first one to like go up to anyone I'm never the first one that's like trying to be like oh you come over here you know that sort of thing (laughs) but like if someone does talk to me I can't not talk to them if someone asks me for my number I have to give it to them like interesting I it's like for some I just can't say no I will never text them back like once they text me I'm I'm not going to text them back if I wasn't interested okay but like in the moment I get so scared to like not give them my number or not like reciprocate I, I just don't know why I just like can't say no one of my biggest priorities is ensuring that I optimize my health every single day to the best of my ability in all areas including mentally physically and emotionally That also includes what I am eating and drinking every day because we know that does affect our energy. And so I ensure that I'm intaking healthy nutrients with the drink Magic Mind. And it's something that I've actually been taking for over a year now. If you've been listening for a while, you know they've been a longtime sponsor. And what Magic Mind really is, it is a productivity shot with nootropics, adoptogens, and matcha. Also, if you are not aware, there's a lot of health benefits with adoptogens, which I won't get into, but Just trust me, look it up, do the research yourself, and you will see what the long-term effect is of intaking adoptogens and nootropics. So how I take this, I typically drink it in the morning, take a sip of it, and you know, to be honest, sometimes I drink two, which is technically what we're not supposed to do, but they did say it is okay for me to do so, but they do recommend just taking one per day. And after I drink this, about 30 minutes in, I start to feel really focused calm and especially in flow that's just the best way I could describe it and for those of you who also love coffee like me you can drink it alongside with your coffee or before afterwards it really doesn't matter so it doesn't mean that you have to cut out coffee or anything because for me I actually still drink both but magic mind is really kind of that healthy kick for me and I just know the amazing health benefits that nootropics and adoptogens have if you are interested in trying they come in a box of 15 and I highly highly recommend just give it a try so you 
you can get 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Again, that is 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Okay, that's super funny. It's like, I, I've always been adamant about giving people an opportunity to approach me or like I'll come talk to them. But I still hold the rule that if you are a guy that is interested in me, you pursue me then. Like, I will help you out by, like, opening that door because I do have empathy for them that, like, they're men, but also, like, they're humans, too. Yeah. It's not like, as a society, we have forced them to, like, basically have the balls to, like, always ask us to prom, ask us on the first date. And I, I like, I prefer those traditional gestures, but I will also help you out with, like, making it warm and open for you yeah and like being clear that you're interested exactly and the same thing too it's like I personally I'm curious what your approach is on this because you said you wouldn't respond if they texted you and you're not interested but if someone like went on a first date with me and then they wanted to go out with me again I have to tell them in a kind way if I'm not interested I don't ghost and I don't not respond I might take extra time if I need to process it but I will always want to ensure that they can look back and I can look back and say she was respectful even if it hurts their ego which I remember one time I told a guy who prompt he was a former professional athlete and I think it didn't hurt his it it wasn't good to his ego when I kindly told him you know I had a great time with you I just I think we'd be great friends and he literally responded and said lol I thought that's that's what we were and I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess and I, I didn't say this to him, but I'm like, I guess you take your friends to Nobu for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Right. Like- and I was like, I was trying to be, I was like, I'm respecting your time and I'm telling you. And we were able to maintain friendship after that. Like yeah. months later, he followed up. And then whenever he's in the city, he like would invite me to like group dinners and stuff. And I, I'm like, see, that's the point that like I'm respectful to you. And I told him, and I think if he rereads that, which he probably did months later, he realized like I was actually kind and respectful in that process because I'm like telling you I'm not going to waste your time for you to take me out on dinner again when I know I don't feel that with you yeah no I think that that okay so if I were to go on a date with someone okay I would a hundred percent tell them if I'm not like feeling it okay but this is like people I'm meeting out one night at a bar that like I know I'm never gonna see again that I'm like okay I'm just like not gonna respond because we had what like 30 minutes of a conversation but if it's someone but see, yeah I have never even like gone on a date and had to make that conversation had okay. to have that or had to have that conversation of being like hey I'm not interested because since I've been single which I broke we broke up um seven months ago okay so since I've been Damn. single I've only gone on a date with one guy okay and so it was like I don't know I, I'm not a dater like I okay. I am so bad at dating I think yeah Cause I hate small talk and I'm just like, oh, like if I don't know if I like you, like, yeah, why am I going to waste my time going on a date? Like yeah. I'd rather be at home. I'd rather be with my friends. Like right. I have other priorities, yeah. which I know is probably not a good way to look at it. But. No, it's interesting though, because I'm the same way in that I strongly prefer to be like, there's been nights when I'm out at like at 2am and I'm thinking like, damn, I would rather be like with my partner, like doing something else more meaningful. Um, mind you, I, I love going out though. I have a sweet spot for that. But I also noticed it is interesting how, like, for example, in the past few months, I've certainly gone on like a handful of dates and I'm not on apps. I personally, I'm a very, like, I like to meet people the way like people met in the 1900s. I'm very like, <laughs> I want like a renaissance. Like I, that's just like my, it's weird. I have random 
like yeah needs but anyways um i randomly meet like these guys out like at you know on like valentine's day like i met like a group of guys like one of them like keeps up with me still like another it's so it's very different but all of them i've actually told them and like we'll still be friends but like they'll tell they'll like want to pursue me and one of them I actually recently told because he's a little younger. He's 27. And you guys, you know, everyone knows on this podcast now, like I date a little older, like guys in their 30s. Which I don't. Yes. Yeah, I, like, doesn't. I like younger guys. I, 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 I egg you on and I'm like, yeah, I wonder. Even the other guy I was like, oh, that guy's a little young. He's like 32. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm like, that's like my li- like limit. Like- yeah. No, it's funny because I was thinking, you know, this one guy, he's younger and I could just tell he didn't not familiar with like courting a girl he wanted to just like hang out and you know one of the convenience of like he liked me a lot but like also still just wanted to like hang out and like do more casual things and I was like you know if you want my time you should you know take me for a drink or like even take me on a bike ride like on the west side highway like I did that with my old partner and just stuff like that is so simple like an adventure like it's some sort of experience something even small and novel a walk on Brooklyn Bridge would be nice for me. But I, I explained that to him. I actually told him I had the balls to be like, you know, that's not my style. I want someone to Good do for this. You. Yeah. But I know, I know I know it's like hard for like, you know, I'm not saying girls like always do this um, with a guy, but if you respect him enough and you actually think highly of him, but you know you don't like him, maybe like give him a nudge on on like why that was misaligned. Cause I think that could help them for a future girl too. Yeah. You know, in the future, this guy might be like, okay, fuck. Like I was told you know, maybe if I want to date a girl, I should actually like take her out and like do it multiple times, not just like one time. Yeah. Did yeah. he respond well to it? Or was he like, he, he I didn't did, ask you? He, he <laughs> did. He was just, um, he responded well, but he was like still a little confused. He's also like, he's, um, you know, Eastern European. So like, I think part of it was just maybe misunderstanding of, I don't know. I honestly kind of took it with age. I think just like his age, he's 27 and was like more used to something simple, casual, like, come over we hang out we talk and I'm like but I'm not gonna do that every single time um and even for him I didn't like him enough to do that I'm sure if there was a guy that I liked a lot I'd be open for that yeah which you know I think about my my ex-boyfriend but like yeah there's not unless you gotta court me you know yeah and and like you respect my time and don't just hit me up like the same day and he didn't do it where he was just trying to like sleep with me and he like we talked about it but I think he was almost like lacking the awareness of, hey, if I want to see Emily, I should reach out to her maybe earlier in the week and like plan something later in the yeah, week. Yeah, we didn't get that part. We we still to this day like fought over that because he was like, <laughs> why? I have to make an appointment with you? And I'm like, I mean, kind of. Yeah. You can't expect <laughs> me to be free just like tonight, you know, because oftentimes I'm at events or I have dinner with girlfriends or, you know, I'm working late. Like there's just different things. But if you tell me ahead, I can like clear mm-hmm. up my schedule and it shows me interest. And I kind of educated him like in this dating culture, no matter what, even 30 years ago, people did that too. Like they'll like drive and pick you up. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Cause like, I think it's, it's not about like, Oh, I have to make an appointment. It's like, it shows that I think if you ask last minute, it shows that like, Oh, you just have nothing better to do. So that's yes. why you're asking me to hang out. Even yes. if that's not the case, that's how it feels. Yeah. And it's like, you should be excited to want to see me. So you should ask me like ahead of time. Right. Hey, I really want to see you. Like, when are you free? Yeah. I feel like that just shows a little <laughs> bit more effort. And I feel like yeah. it's not that hard. Like, it's yeah. like yeah. very simple. Yeah. But yeah. And but I don't think so. I disagree with like, oh, it's because they're young. I think some guys 
just are like that. Like mm-hmm. that he's 27 now, but when he's 33, he's probably gonna be doing the same thing. If that's just like not in his nature to mm-hmm. do that, like I feel like, or he doesn't think that that matters. Like mm-hmm. even if you tell him, like maybe he'll change, but I think some guys are just like, no, like like f that i'm gonna you know i'm still gonna do that and some girl will like it because that's just like how they are yeah so i don't know if that's an age thing because i've met guys and i've like my earlier boyfriends and stuff like Mm -hmm. i started dating my last boyfriend when i was 23 22 Mm -hmm. i was 22 when we started dating um and he was like you know very forward and like made plans I mean we were long distance so like we had to make plans a month in advance because it was like when are we gonna see each other but he was only 22 and he was doing that you know Mm -hmm. so it's like I think with that age it's yeah I would okay some guys do it it. some guys don't yeah I wouldn't say it's necessarily age but I will say maybe like 70% of the time with time and like life experience you learn those lessons and mistakes like where like you learn oh shit I should have been able to show up this way for a girl or like you you learn kind of what kind of standard you hold yourself to I would say having an older brother my parents kind of instilled that in him when he was taking a girl to prom his first year Mm -hmm. as a junior they told him open the door for her yeah buy her corsage like get her ticket and like be kind to her father, like introduce, you know, all these different things. So I observed that when I was like in sixth grade, I think that that's how he was trained, programmed per se. Like, yeah. and I think some people don't have that necessarily at all. Time. My ex of four years in college, he didn't have that. He never even went to prom. And so not to say that was like bad or good, but then towards the end of that relationship, I remember vividly thinking the next partner has to already have these instilled yeah. in them. Um, and again, not everyone has that preference, but I did just because I kind of had FOMO of like seeing some of my girlfriends have that in their relationship where the guy naturally like just knew how to do that and wanted to do that because that's just like the the values their parents maybe or like whatever childhood upbringing you grew up in, you either observed it or you were, you know, taught those manners. Um, and I was like, okay, that's kind of like a, a what's it called? Deal breaker. Like yeah. I needed that uh from the get-go so that's why I said like I'll give people the window of opportunity to like take me out and whatever but I need to see those Mm -hmm. um manners I guess I think a guy with sisters it helps so much yeah like wait does your ex have sisters yeah he has a a sister yeah that's true um my first boyfriend was an only child so Mm -hmm. that's also not the best (laughs) (laughs) no shade to the only to the only children out there but just a preference i have seen some or heard some stories um but but no it's i definitely think that like having sisters is so important like my brother has three sisters so i'm like you better be the best boyfriend right because you literally have grown up with all girls yeah and like i think he is from what i can see like with his girlfriend now i feel like he's like very sweet and like you know I I do think that he is not like the typical like douchey guy you know at least I hope not because we've seen those too though we've seen those types so yeah that they exist yeah and like I I know that I'm his sister but like I definitely think that he's like very respectful towards women Mm -hmm. and like treats them very well and it's funny because when I was um in college and my first boyfriend had like cheated on me Mm. and I my, I was like crying this to my mom. High boyfriend? Yeah, my okay. senior year going into like okay, college. Okay, so you guys were still dating while your first year. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like crying to my mom. Like I was so sad. I was like just like so, so, so upset. And my mom, I remember she like called my brother into the room. And at this point, I'm 
I'm like 18, 19. So my brother is like 12. Mm -hmm. Like he's like really little. And my mom like calls my brother into the room and he might not even remember this right now, but she was like, do you see this? She was like, Daisy. And she's like pointing to me crying. I'm just like crying. And she's like, never do this to a girl. Like she was like, you never make a girl cry. Like like, it was like a life lesson for him. Wow. He's like 12 years old. Okay. But that's actually (laughs) pretty cool though, because I'm saying that that's kind of back to my point. I think people actually, especially boys that they have sisters or like some sort of um, relationship with their mom where like the mom really instilled certain values mm-hmm. and understanding of women how you treat them in a relationship and a partnership I think that like stays with them over yeah. the years right so I guess maybe that's more of what I'm saying is like if they don't have it by like a certain time frame then later on they have to learn through their own life experience because yeah. someone will call them out for those you know mistakes and like I'm not mistakes but just like unawareness is, yeah. is you know so it's not their fault it's just that's why I give them a friendly nudge like hey I would have preferred you do this and this is why yeah, yeah. I think that's so nice though that you do that mm-hmm. because a lot of people expect guys and guys expect girls and girls expect guys to like mm-hmm. read their mind yeah you know or yeah, to yeah. like just like be like well you should know what I want right. like you should know that I I wanted to be taken out on dates yeah which like granted yeah they should like be able to put that effort in but yeah. I think there is there's nothing wrong with giving people a nudge like you said for sure the issue comes when after you've told them like hey this is what I'm expecting this is what I want and then they like still don't do it then yeah. it's like okay that person's probably not for you for like sure. find someone else that's gonna meet those needs yeah and I think you know I, I try to practice a level of care and integrity in every person I deal with because again they're humans right like I can't expect them to know everything um, and so I think I kind of look out for people like in the future like I want him to do well in a future legit relationship that he has and like hopefully he can look back and say like oh I'm glad like Emily didn't treat me like shit you know that's, mm-hmm. that's like the worst thing would be for someone to look back and say yeah Emily wasn't great to deal with you yeah. know like or Emily wasn't great to date like instead I hope they can say like respectfully even though things didn't work out with her she was like so respectful in the process and I just hope I leave that with them um, yeah. instead of I kind of see in, a, in the younger generation just with social media and everything is it's very like oh like fuck him you know let's not text him or let's wait a few hours or you know like let's show them like who's bought you know let's post this on the story like all these different things and I'm like you can just be an like an honest loving human being and like tell them you know when everyone like lays things out on the table instead mm-hmm. of you know, letting your pride and ego get in the way so that you do all these things then. And in reality, you just want to tell them X, Y, Z, how you felt. You could have prevented so many, like, issues, you I know? totally agree. I hate – there's nothing more that I hate than, like, games. Like, okay, so you're going to wait three hours to respond to his text. You're going to yeah. make him wait. You're going to post a story in between yeah. so that he sees that you're, like, <laughs> online but, like, you're not responding to him because so you're, like, not that interested. So um you're gonna like like or he's gonna like your story and that's flirting nowadays like throwing a like on a selfie on a story and then you're not gonna be like too eager to hang out you're gonna wait a little bit for that you're it's just like what like why I that's just so not me and I think that's why again like I'm really bad at dating I think because like I don't like that like I'm very honest right right away like I'm very like I will I'm a really 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 bad texter but like if I like you I will respond quickly like once we get comfortable it'll take me like 24 hours to respond to you but like in the beginning I'm eager to talk to you so like I will be like texting you right away I'm not gonna wait I'm gonna 
want to hang out and want to see you and so I'll probably ask to like hang out or like jump on it like be like okay yeah let's do something like right away like I'm not gonna and maybe like playing hard to get works for a lot of people Mm -hmm. I just like don't have it in me to play hard to get like I if I like you I'm you're gonna know that I like you and like if I think that we like like if I think that you like me and I like you and we're talking and then all of a sudden you like stop talking or we start stop like hanging out or whatever I'm gonna want to know why so I'm gonna ask like I'm gonna be like hey like no bad blood no hard feelings but like why like what's up you know and I think that that's fair and like some people might be like oh my god I would never ask whatever yeah but I'm just like if you like if we had you know we were hanging out we like expressed that we were interested in each other Mm -hmm. like of course I want to know like why not like I'm gonna I I don't know like I'm not someone that's like okay I'm just gonna play it cool and like yeah not show them that I care yeah like I think it's fine to be like I'm not like crying over this but like I'm just confused I want to know why and yeah that's kind of how I am I think it's interesting because there is a psychology to not showing excessive interest Mm -hmm. I think in the initial days But I think what's different is if we show like we are mutually interested, Mm -hmm. but also not going like balls to the wall, like super needy with them. Right. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think that's why it probably works for us, because at least in my experience, if I like you, you know this and I probably communicate it outside of just my words. But I also I think hold like a level of respect for myself where you know, if you are not, you know, in alignment with me, whether it's like the things that I want out of a partner or with a partner or the experiences, then you'll, you will see like, I'm not going to kind of like drop everything for you. Yeah. You know, I have my own life too. So I think that's usually why and you do too, like you're super active and busy. So I think people, especially guys, uh, won't see it as like, oh, I can kind of like play around or take advantage of this. Cause you can see that we're just, we respect ourselves enough to walk away, mm-hmm. but we also respect ourselves enough to like, show interest if we like yeah. you like I'm not gonna like uh I don't know avoid that because for what exactly you know? like, no what? and I think it's I think it comes because it's because like both of us are pretty confident I would mm-hmm. say people yeah. and so I am not like worried about like oh my god does he like me does he not like me like mm-hmm. I'm just like okay we're just gonna feel this out and see yeah. if we both like each other there's nothing wrong if like one of us doesn't like the other person Mm -hmm. but I am not like I'm confident in myself where if someone doesn't like me I'm not like oh my god something's wrong with me there must be something that's like wrong like or I need to like get their attention and like constantly be like clinging on to them or like Mm -hmm. asking them to hang out all the time to see if they like like I'm not yeah I don't think I'm a needy person and I'm Mm -hmm. also like not a jealous person at all like if that's interesting. I, I talked about it with you. At dinner. Yeah. I'm like kind of competitive. Like we talked about, I won't explicitly say what, it, you know, you know this, but it's basically like the things that I would get competitive or jealous about. And then what you would, and actually what you explained to me though, actually helped me reframe it a bit. Cause every time I think about it, I reframed it like, well, Natalie sees it this way. And I just like, when I hear like a friend that can see it a certain way, I remind myself, I have the capability of reframing it that way too. So that actually helps. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. No, I I don't know. I'm just not very jealous. And I used to be. That's something that like, it's not like I was like, never jealous. I'm such a chill person. Like, no, I used to be very, 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 very jealous. Like, with my previous relationships. And there would be times when we would like fight because like, I was like, jealous of like them like talking to a girl or something like that. Like, 
where now looking back, I'm like, I was, I acted like crazy in that yeah. situation. But I think it stems from one being cheated on, on my very first, rela- in my okay. very first relationship. Yeah. And so I had like trust issues there. Yeah. And then just jumping into another relationship immediately after that, those trust issues, like, lingered you know with that next person but I think that person and then my most recent relationship they never gave me a single reason to be jealous okay and like they were the most like trustworthy people so I think it like repaired that where now I'm like there's no need to be jealous like I'm I'm not gonna be with someone who makes me feel that way and who like makes me feel insecure makes me feel like I'm like competing against other girls like so then I'm just I'm I haven't like felt jealousy like in a really long time in that situation. And I also feel like I I am like confident that that if if, I'm not going to be with someone that makes me feel that way. So like, Mm -hmm. I know that they would never cheat on me. I know that they would never Mm -hmm. like make me feel like I need to like compete for their attention or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So I just like, don't like if they're friends with a girl, like, okay, I'm friends with guys like that. I know that I'm not going to like do anything with my guy friends. So I don't think that they'll do anything with their girlfriends, you know? So I don't know. I just try to think of it that way. I like that you, you, like how you were able to actually rationalize, well, they're not giving me any signs that they are not trustworthy. So you were able to not like create it yourself. Because I feel like most of the time I can just imagine from a psychological level, you might just want to create that narrative because you're used to that from a past experience or in today's world, they might be saying past trauma or whatever, right? And I think that's actually really impressive that you were able to, I guess, like separate it and and use the reality as like your new future thinking of, okay, well, I'm not going to bring this past back in because there is no evidence of it happening. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, and that wasn't the case in the beginning. You know, okay. like, I would... I would like find reasons to be jealous. I would be like, mm, let are they are they liking anyone's photos? Are they mm-hmm. DMing anyone? Are I they, like <laughs> you know, like I I would like try. I would literally look for reasons to yeah. be jealous. Like, hmm, who's which girls are they like friends with? Like, hmm, yeah. if we're at a party, like, did did someone talk to them for like five seconds? Like, totally. let me see if like I can like pick a fight with that. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. I feel like I used to be like that, but then in this like past re- my most recent relationship. I really, like, was not at all. Like, I was, like, you give me no reason to not trust you. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would I not? Like, it just is, makes it less enjoyable for the both of us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like feeling that way. Yeah. And then I'm feeling that way for literally no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you've never given me a reason to to not trust you. So, like, why am I making up a story in my head mm-hmm. that you're, like, flirting with a girl or you're, like, liking it like there's just no reason to feel that way if it's how did not you, true how did you conclude to that they're like so you go from trying to find reasons to like realizing like well I, I'm I'm making these this up I think because when I did try to find reasons like I would I remember vividly there was this like one fight that we had because um he my boyfriend was like talking to a girl at a party mm-hmm. and they were like talking for like kind of a long time like I don't know like 15 20 minutes like it was like not like 
it was like a just them two long conversation whatever and I was just and I didn't know who the girl was like it was like a random person like at this party that we were at Mm -hmm. and I just got so mad like I was like so pissed that he was talking to her and like not talking to me and I was just like so upset and we got into like this really big fight because I was like why I I don't know I was like acting you know like passive aggressive when you're like silent then and you're like not talking to them whatever and he was like I'm so confused like why you would be upset like you're Mm. this girl like went to my school like we were catching up like we hadn't talked in a really long time he was like do you want to see my phone like do you want to see like my text like literally like there's nothing there you're like acting you know really irrational right now Mm. and like you talk to guys like you're like talking to guy friends you're talking like what's the difference you know and I think when you're like fighting and you like see that you're like hurting the other person Mm -hmm. by these accusations Mm -hmm. and they really have like no reason to Mm -hmm. you have no reason to like be upset with them Mm -hmm. then I kind of like put it into perspective and was like why am I doing this like why am I causing like extra stress or like pain in a relationship Mm -hmm. when he's right like there is no reason to be jealous of this situation like he's never given me well because he's talking to someone like are they flirting are they like making plans to hang out are Mm -hmm. they you know no they're just catching up so like I've done that with plenty of people before like why would I feel that way so I think it was like whenever we thought about it is when I started realizing that like I was acting a little crazy okay and like you just it became like a self-awareness thing yeah okay oh that's good though because I feel like to be honest I feel like some people could use that (laughs) you know what I mean I mean look we all have our our flaws but um at the same time for me when I hear of someone that is similar or like a friend and when I hear them process something and, and improve in that area and maybe it's something I need to as well it makes it more like I look at it as, oh, I can do it too. Cause like my friend was able to like get over that. So yeah. I think hopefully some girls listening, if they have that self-awareness, like, oh, I, I've done that before. Or I do that right now. Maybe just hearing that like, oh, Natalie was able to like uh, reconcile that. I think that's like really good. And some people will make you feel crazy and you're mm-hmm. not. Like yeah. some guys will be like, oh my God, I was just talking to her. Like you're crazy. And then they're Snapchatting them and they're True. texting them and they're, like that is not okay like I think you deserve a lot of respect and like there are certain boundaries in relationships that I Mm -hmm. do not think people should cross like I think constantly texting another person like another girl and like flirting and stuff like that is like not okay you know or like Mm -hmm. constantly snapchatting someone that you just met like why do you need to be like snapchatting them like you know like I there are certain things I think that are you know you should have boundaries or I this is another topic that people like have opinions on, but like if my boyfriend is liking girls bikini photos on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I am not okay with that. Like to me, that shows like, you don't have to like it. Like I'm not saying you don't have to think that they're hot. Like Uh all of us will find people attractive, like whether you're in a relationship or not, like you're going to find someone attractive. There is nothing wrong with that. But like taking the time to like, like a photo, Uh social media is actually like means something today. So like, you didn't have to do that. You could have just looked at it, been like, okay, that's an attractive person and kept scrolling. Right. Liking it means that you want to get their attention, whether it's subconscious or not. Like, I don't care what, I I will die on this hill. I'm like, (laughs) it is, you do it for a reason. Like, you can just look at it, admire it, be like, wow, she's hot, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. keep scrolling. Yeah. (laughs) No, I agree with that because, again, for me, it's mainly out of just, like, confusion of if you really like for especially if it's like again someone I'm dating pretty much in a relationship with and like they do that 
And they claim that they are, you know, head over heels for me or like just very much, you know, in love with me, whatever that looks like. And then they are kind of engaging with these other. Here's the thing. Like, I'll put it this way. As a woman, but also in my last part- partnership, I remember when he explained to me when he was, again, I was still very new to the relationship, uh, I guess, like dynamic because it was a few years since I was in my last one. And I remember once again, my competitive side got out a few times and he was kind of saying like, you know. Um, I don't know about you, but when I'm in love with someone and when I love someone, everyone else becomes invisible. And I I would apply that to this social media thing in case anyone um, debates that. Not that it necessarily means anything, but like I said, my male partner would see everyone as invisible. So they would keep scrolling. It's just kind of my interpretation of that if they really like me. Well, it's just like you don't need to that's like taking action on something yeah. and like you don't need to do that. Like yeah. if you're walking down the street and you see an attractive girl, are you you're not like you wouldn't go up to her or if you're in a relationship, yeah. I hope not, or yeah. you wouldn't even tell your girlfriend like do you see her? She's so hot. Like you wouldn't say that you would just think it in your head because Mm -hmm. it's wrong to act on it. Yeah. And like, I think that we all know that in a relationship, Yeah. but like if you're, why does social media, why does that not count as like acting on it? Like people cheat on social media all the time. They start DMing people. They start like sexting. They Mm -hmm. start like, that's still cheating. Even if you've never met up and hooked up, like I still think that if you're like, doing that through dms that's cheating i don't think like liking a photo is cheating that's not what i'm saying but like social media does matter and also Mm -hmm. as a girl if i post a photo if i post like a bikini picture Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden guys that never like my normal photos like that picture and like guys with girlfriends like that picture i'm like i judge you like I'm like I you have a girlfriend yeah and it's not like me and you are friends so like this is just a random like and you don't like my other like more wholesome photos so (laughs) like like you don't like my picture with like me and my dog you know (laughs) so I'm like I it means something yeah yeah it doesn't matter how you try to explain it yeah and even my my guy friends too they will tell me like they'll be on they'll they've said things along those lines where like that's sometimes part of their way of you know in today's day and age sliding in the dms like that's like the 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 slow introduction of it they like it they might comment on it they might like dm it to you and say something about it i've had guys do that to me too right you know and so i think once again if you are in a relationship or in a committed thing with someone and they you know and again i personally want me to be like the only woman that my partner sees and I've I've already experienced that so I know like I can have that again I know I deserve that and um I just I would feel like that is not true then that that guy if if it's someone I'm dating and he is liking other girls like provocative photos um I would clearly see like well clearly these women are not invisible to you Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's the same thing like even for me as a flirt as we both acknowledge when I'm like really in love with someone and I love someone a lot like all the other guys become invisible too even I see the beautiful New York men or guys in Miami like I might think they're attractive but like it it just goes right over my head yeah you're not interested yeah and it's to this day because I've explained to you recently like it hasn't and we can probably talk about this a bit where you know my emotions and feelings haven't really changed much about the my last partner but I think that has shown every time even though I've opened the door to like dating I could tell and I think some of them were able to tell because they would ask me like 
like they saw me shut down like on my face even though I didn't think it was showing they like kind of saw it emotionally and they would ask like are you okay and I'm like oh fuck it's like showing on the face because I just was not for it I wasn't ready I'm you know still not quite ready but it's because like other people are still kind of invisible to me not on purpose just kind of out of nature right now yeah but it comes from as we talked about just the grief of losing your best friend and partner in one person yeah which I feel like not many people talk about because some people don't even have that experience yet I know know? I think that's honestly the hardest part about a breakup is Mm -hmm. the losing that best friend because I like for me my boyfriend especially we were dating for four years like Mm -hmm knew absolutely everything about me like I would tell him anything like if something went wrong with my day if something went well like or uh, I had a great day like I'm gonna tell him and he was that person I could tell anything to when you break up with someone you start realizing like other people don't care about those things about your life and that's okay like that's fine people don't need to care that usually is reserved for like a partner yeah but it was so hard. Like, I would try to, like, okay, I would text him, like, a friend group message or something like that. Like, little things that just because I was, like, I want to tell someone this because I yeah. used to tell this my boyfriend this. And, like, people just, like, wouldn't respond or they wouldn't care, you know? And I was, like, I miss having that person to, like, share these moments with. Yeah. Or, like, on the weekend, we would do just, like, fun things like exploring Miami, exploring the city, like, doing mm-hmm. fun things together. Mm-hmm. And it's just not the same when you do it with like a group of friends or you do it with someone that you're not that close to or it's like those little things that you really end up missing and Mm -hmm. that like best friend that you would do anything with and like or do nothing with and it would Mm -hmm. still be fun and I think that's like without a doubt the hardest part of a breakup is like losing that person and having to like be okay with rebuilding friendships and like finding new ways to kind of have fun or like express yourself or like now I don't share every mo- every thought that comes to my head is not shared like yeah. it used to be with my yeah, boyfriend yeah, yeah. you know like it's like or any little annoyance or any little thing like I keep it to myself now yeah. I don't tell anyone that and yeah. it's like that's fine like there's nothing wrong with that but it's like getting used to that shift and mm-hmm. being able to like kind of ref- be more like inward yeah because when you're in a relationship you can pour everything inside of you like out to that person yeah whereas now you kind of have to be more inward and you have to be okay with being alone and you have to be okay with like doing things on your own yeah. running errands by yourself cooking for yourself uh not sharing every thought that comes in your head and like mm-hmm. that's really hard when you're not used to doing that yeah. and when you actually really enjoyed the person that you were doing that with for sure yeah and and that was I you know we talked about it last week too it's just like that's been what I've been grieving the most is is losing that because uh even for me I don't have like I have a lot of really close friends and I think you kind of explained that too is like I have a lot of great connections and great people to share certain moments with but it is really hard to replace that level of intimacy someone that you had like all intimate connections with you know it's like emotionally physically intellectually like all of that and then to be able to yeah share the highs and lows of your day uh, like send like the funny memes whatever that are like you know maybe you might not be able to share with your friends but you can share with your partner because that's something you agree on you know so those small nuggets that really add up and not being able to do that anymore and what's interesting too is because I feel like some people coming out of a breakup, it's it's being like living your life again and being independent. And I feel like or maybe I should speak just for myself, but in the sense that I never lost that about myself because 
I learned that lesson in my former relationship mm-hmm. when I was in college of not putting all my eggs in that basket. I have to keep my life going. I have to keep Emily alive. So I did that in this relationship, but you still see the stark difference of, yes, I'm an individual. I've kept that going. None of that has changed, but there's still like, there are these, I don't know for you, but there, there are these moments of like small emptiness you feel because that, um, depth of connection has not been replaced yeah no a hundred percent and like I'm with you with being independent in a relationship Mm -hmm. like I have always been pretty independent in my relationships I think I don't really remember my first relationship if I'm being honest like high school to college like Mm -hmm. that was I was just like so young and like immature that I don't really remember my if I was independent or not then. Um, but I feel like my most recent ones, like definitely I like maintained that and yeah. I still like was doing my own thing. And I think that if anyone out there is like listening to this podcast and you're in a relationship, it is so important not to find your identity like in who you're with because you're going to be, so, I mean, breakups suck no matter what, yeah. but like that's going to be really hard if you break up and you like don't even know who you are anymore. Like yeah. I'm so grateful that even though, the hardest part about the breakup was losing that best friend. Yeah. But I still knew who I was. I still had my business. I still had my friends. I still had my own life. It was just like I lost the person that I wanted to share it with, but I was still fully myself. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't lose myself mm-hmm. in that relationship, mm-hmm. which I think made it not easier, but I mean, yeah, I guess easier. Like it yeah. definitely is so important to do that because and then I think that's the issue where people then jump to another relationship right away because they need to fill that void and I was like that for a while so I'm not like placing any judgment on that like the longest time I'd been single since now was three months oh wow months like I jumped to another relationship immediately okay this is the first time I'm like kind of being fine like being by myself yeah and I like it like of course I like miss my like my previous relationship because it was a really good healthy relationship but like I also really like being by myself too and like finding what I like what I don't like and like being able to do whatever I want and like focusing on you know only things that I want to do Mm -hmm. like I I think that there is like fun in that too and I'm just glad that I didn't have to learn how to like rebuild that and find myself because I already had that like pretty well established yeah and you know I like for me too I learned that big time when I um in my college relationship when we broke up the first time we were living together and we had a dog together oh that's hard yeah, that's like it, a divorce it, yeah it was like a divorce <laughs> right um and it was like then we got back together after eight months um so it was like in total we dated for about four years but we broke up after like a year and a half And this is when we were living together, but we only had like a month and a half left in the lease, but Mm -hmm. he just graduated college. I was transferring universities. It was a whole ordeal, but I remember I felt like I lost who Emily was. I didn't know who I was anymore. I felt like he was a big part of my identity. And that's why I was able to take that into the second half of the relationship and into my future one to know that I can't put my eggs in that basket. I have to keep my life moving forward. But you know, it, it it's somewhat easier in that you keep your life going, but the depth of connection, which I think there's so much studies on the importance of, and which is why we, we thrive as humans in a relationship and like in a group set, like in culture, like just like as a society, we need one another mm-hmm. for that reason, because those micro connections are what make us flourish and more fulfilled yeah. in life. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And it's, it's definitely hard to not 
lose yourself mm-hmm. in a relationship because mm-hmm. it's easy to just get comfortable. Yeah. But I think it's, like, so important to always really, like, make it in the, like, forefront of your mind that, like, you need to maintain your independence. Mm-hmm. You need to – if you and your boyfriend are hanging out every single weekend and, like, you haven't seen your friends in a month, mm. make it – say, like, listen, this weekend I'm probably not going to see you. I'm yeah. going to go hang out with my friends. Yeah. Like, you should make that an – a priority or be like, Hey, uh, this week I really, really need to catch up on work and I need to like focus on building my business. If that's something that you're like into, like, I'm not going to be able to talk much, you know? And like both of you should be secure in your relationship enough that you don't need to speak 24 seven. You don't need to be together 24 seven for you to have a good, healthy relationship. Like you should encourage your partner to have their own life. Mm -hmm. I think aside Mm -hmm. from you, like have interests away from you, have, friends away from you like you should both have your own lives and then be able to like come together and share that yeah and that's something Esther Perel says too she's like this big um like relationship I guess you can call it expert but she's been doing it for like over 30 years but she basically says that you know if you don't have two people with their own lives and like own things going on there's nothing to come together to connect about if you're like the same person if you merge yourself together yeah there's nothing to connect on yeah yeah and you should like always learn more about each other get to know each other like people Mm -hmm. are always changing so like Mm -hmm. you're gonna change your partner is gonna change and so the longer you're together yeah they'll know you better than anyone else but they should also be able to constantly be learning more about you and like getting to know I don't know I just always think that you should be like wanting to learn more and discover like more things about your partner Mm -hmm. and if you guys are together 24 7 and have no separate interests and have like everything the exact same that's not it's gonna be harder to happen you know yeah because nothing like you guys are the same person exactly yeah Ooh, we got a a lot of relationship stuff talking today (laughs) I know I'm glad I love these podcast episodes especially because I don't really talk about it too much yeah like I feel like I'm more like businessy like productivity (laughs) stuff so it's like another side of me that people don't see that often. Totally. I think people enjoyed it. And of course, everyone loves a good little raw talk. <laughs> I know. I love these so much more. So yeah. I'm glad that bo- both of us are trying to like steer our podcast in this yeah, direction. For sure. Where can everyone find you? Share your pod, your Insta, everything you're working on. Yeah. So listen to part two on my podcast, The Real Real Podcast. I release episodes every Monday. Um, so it'll already be out by this time because yeah. you release on Tuesday. Yeah. You can follow me at Natalie Barbu across all platforms, um, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, you can download Rella. We had, didn't talk about Rella at all, but <laughs> I might, if you're a content creator and you need help like managing all of your content, your business, your workflow, then download Rella. It's totally free and you can go to getrella.com or just download it on the app store. Amazing. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Emily. And that is all for today's episode with my girl, Natalie Barbu. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this conversation, please be sure to share this episode on your Instagram story and tag both Natalie and I. Our social media handles are in the show notes. And if you haven't heard yet, you can listen to part one on Natalie's podcast. It was released on Monday. April 3rd. So definitely go find that at The Real Real Podcast. That will also be linked in the show notes and the full video version will be available on YouTube within the next week. So if you aren't subscribed yet, please go follow What Fulfills You on YouTube and you will be able to see future full-length videos on there. Thanks again for tuning in. I will chat with you all next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.